0: Here are your hosts, Chase Parm, and broadcast school has really paid off, Auntie. and Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on
2: TV. Welcome so to this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio. First of a couple different shows today, hand-raised guys tonight. But before we get to that in about 11 hours, we're here with you this morning. We will uh, discuss kind of whatever comes up. There's not a ton of news uh, publicly this morning. As uh, <clears throat> from that standpoint, yesterday was a pretty slow day. Ole Miss picking up the uh, Central Michigan transfer Troy Brown, big pickup at linebacker. We'll discuss that. Discuss discuss some portal. We got at least the the Ole Miss hopeful dates for Michael Trigg and Jackson Dart, and uh, and much more. His, uh basketball head star is back at home against Auburn on Saturday night, seven thirty for that one. So that and more coming up today on the show. Show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. Remember to take a picture of the QR code when you get to the pump. Any Blue Sky location in Mississippi, you do that. It'll automatically open the app. You will get 1,000 points. 1,000 points means $10 right there at the pump on the tank you're filling up at the time there with all Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi. Here locally, the lunch special is 5 two sides bread, 32-ounce drinks, and much more. And again, coming to you from the Clark, Florida studio.
3: We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900, call that number, ask for Corey Clark, something wrong? No, we're good. Um, Ask for Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, he'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, it's right to the bottom line, there's no hassle, no haggle, you get your quote and the rest is completely up to you, you can shop that quote around, you can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do, and that's, Hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place to come in this weekend. NFL games on. As Chase mentioned, Ole Miss and Auburn. Uh, Other college basketball games on as well. So you can Grab a burger, po' boy. Um, Appetizers. But great beer selection, full bar, all that and more at Rafter's Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, and also Rafter's in New Albany.
2: So yeah, uh, the one little bit of uh, news yesterday, I guess two two parts of it. Oh, Troy Brown to the uh, to the Rebels, it's a three time All MAC player at uh, at Central Michigan, <clears throat> and then headed to uh, to Ole Mess, I would assume heir apparent to uh, one of the linebackers, Chance Campbell, Mark Robinson, whatever it is they decide to do. Um, been mentioned of moving back to four-down linemen for the Rebels next year. So, let's see kind of a lot, I mean, at this point. I mean, it's still at this moment. It seems like Partridge is the uh, defensive coordinator moving forward. He's sure as hell uh, done a lot around the program here in the last few weeks. So, um, we'll see what he's got in store. We'll see what's going on with Chris Kiffin. Still no public decision there. I mean, I keep hearing that he's likely to take it. But as days pass and days pass and days pass at this point, um, there's been no complete, uh, acceptance of that. So still sitting here on Thursday, I really thought that would have been done by late Monday or Tuesday, but we're a couple days later as yeah. that is, uh, that, I did that too. that's trickled on. I did and, too. It, and it's not over. He hasn't said no, just hasn't appeared to, to, to say yes. Um, was told that as of yesterday afternoon, at least was still mulling, uh, mulling
3: it over for, for whatever reason. Yeah. I had someone tell me yesterday that, he was trying to make a decision by last night. So I don't know whether this morning that decision has been made or hunted or is still being agonized over. I have no idea.
2: Troy Brown, uh, 6'2", 218. Again, just really, really good at Eastern Michigan throughout his uh, his career and has, uh, has gotten better. He's got one year of eligibility remaining. I, I know that it's not some foolproof thing. I understand that completely. But I was looking at his pro football focus stuff this morning just to kind of see where it uh where it was at, and um, he has a total defensive grade of eighty seven and a half, which is stupid high for that metric the way that works. Like I'm pulling up Ole Miss right now just because I'm kind of curious. So for the season, and it does put competition into into effect there, so it's not like it's just straight numbers based depending on what's going on. Ole Miss as a team uh, this year pulling up their their deal. Of players that played all the time, um, Deontre Prince led them at 79.3, and Troy Brown's at 87.5, so a pretty big jump there. Um, Chance Campbell in the 60s. Um, Mark Robinson kind of in the same boat as well. So, yeah, I mean, from a, from a straight analytical number standpoint, very, very good player should be able to help the, the Rebels, I would assume that in the last few days they have found the new Jack Springer and the new Chance Campbell is what they hope at least if things pan out as they, as they anticipate. And I suspect they're hoping Austin Keys Because he looked really good when he played last year. I like that kid a lot.
3: He had moments where he looked really good. I suspect that they're hoping he can step in and play the Mark Robinson role. The issue that that roster still has is just depth. Mm-hmm. Dep- you're, you're, you're one
2: for one instead of
3: yeah, that's, getting three of them. That's the thing. When people talk about the recruiting and the portal, you, you're, you're not really using the portal for depth. You're using the portal to plug and play. And you kind of wonder about the depth. Like, as of today, I think there are still some offensive line issues that have to be addressed. I know they're trying to bring some guys in. And, and this is where that reminder kicks in that the portal doesn't end this weekend. The portal is not ending until June. Yeah, is it July 1? I yeah. think it's July 1 is the day. I think that's right. And I, I think that's... So it just goes on and on and on it, in perpetuity.
2: Yeah, I told somebody yesterday, it's not like the chaos of recruiting right before signing day, but just the constant names and the lingering is, is as... I'm not Complaining about the job at all, it's not really my point, but just like from an emotion, from a mental energy standpoint, as carrying on is yeah. anything we've ever dealt with,
3: <laughs> and they don't talk. Portal Portal guys do not, they've
2: talk. been around the block. They go, no, no, I'm no, not, no, I'm
3: not, I'm not talking to some,
2: car. I'm not excited about that commitment story you're writing like I was out of high school when I'm like, Oh, yeah, please put my name in print <laughs> on rivals.com. Yeah, now, Woo! The, hey, mama, Rebel Grove, see, we've got boy made it. I've no, gotten two yet.
3: guys to respond. To messages and and to get those responses, <laughs> I had to use keywords. <laughs> and it was not my names in print. No, no, because yeah. they're like, I don't want to talk to some cat at rivals. Yeah, I've I, done that. I've I'm done good. been there, done that. I'm way, way, way past that at this point. One uh, layer of eye was not enough. You need two. I'm a Hawkeye through and through. baby. Is that
2: what we're doing? And just put it on. That's what I had on. Today's a pretty big cardio day when I get done. So I got so. Well, I mean, Iowa, if anything, screams cardio. So that's yeah, exactly that makes right. sense. I mean, that, that, that's you speed
3: gotta- is what I think of when I think of the Hawkeyes. So well, the speed is not what you think of when you think of me. You know, so <laughs> I, I fit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or our non-ESPN eights. Neil is wearing an Iowa yellow T-shirt under an Iowa zip-up sweatshirt. So he has multiple multiple Hawkeyes. That's my, on that's my team, man. The Hawkeyes. The helmet's back on the second shelf, yep, above us. He's hidden that Liberty helmet at this point in our tenure. Yeah, I'm it's kinda, around there somewhere. I'm done know. with Liberty. ULM's up there. Iowa's up there. Houston Nuts hats up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of where we're where we're at here.
3: I uh, love the Hawkeyes,
2: man. You do, you do, you do. So, anyway,
3: I, the yeah. only other uh, – We'll be back. I mean, c- a couple of the Hawkeye players are so they coming I back. I saw that. Yeah, so we'll run it back. The only uh, other
2: thing really yesterday, it looks like uh, Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg, the USC transfer portal guys, they are going to Norman uh, today, actually. They are scheduled currently to be in Oxford on Saturday. I would assume that Ole Miss is a little more nervous today than they were yesterday because it, it feels like with portal guys. You know, in high school – and this changes this is this is a lot different even ten years ago. You know, Ole Miss used to do a pretty good job back in the day of getting that you didn't want the very last weekend because that was for kind of like the leftovers and the 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 the, the figure it out and the last chance guys. But that second to last weekend before the February signing day ten years ago was that was the weekend you wanted because you thought the kids were going to take all their visits and you wanted that last one before they made their decisions. Because most of the kids stayed home that very last weekend before before the day. Um now with the portal, I feel like you want the first one. These kids have been they don't need the visit. Just it's show like, show me what I'm looking for, and there's a decent chance I'll just say yes. It's like NFL free agency. Yeah. I want the first visit. You want the first call. Yeah. Hey. You, don't, you don't you go, hey, don't no, don't worry about it. We're fourth.
3: No, 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 that's a problem. You want four for 32? Here it is. Yeah. Now, the offer, and that's what they do in the NFL. The offer expires the moment you leave the door. The moment that you leave the confines of this building and head into the sidewalk to depart, that offer might not exist anymore. It might, but it might not. And so what you see in free agency is guys just go, okay. And yeah, if I'm if I'm Ole Miss, I didn't want to wait until Saturday for them to come in after they've spent two days in Norman, because you know OU's pitch is going to be, I got it right here, just take it. Instead of going to Oxford and wasting forty eight hours because it's crunch time, take it. We'll get your paperwork done, and you'll be finished. Go home, get your stuff together, and get back here so you can start class and working out and all that stuff, and. You know that great facility we've got, you can work out in it Tuesday. We'll get you some gear and everything. We'll even start working on your NIL deals. So I'd want them I'd want them here Thursday, but and this isn't even spin, it's just kind of wonder I wonder if the part of the plan is to have more of the Missing pieces in place by Saturday. Although neither one of these guys are defensive guys, so they don't care who the defensive line coach is.
2: No.
3: Nor do they probably care who the running back's coach is. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't think Jackson Dwart's gonna go, well, you know, I mean, I don't know who's coaching that those, those cats. So I don't know. I mean, that's not no, right. I don't think so.
3: So it comes yeah. down for him, it comes down to yeah.
2: Well, I really need to know if Zach Evans is gonna get a lot of technical help here on the on the on, on, on the field before I make a decision. So
3: for him it comes down to the whole, do you wanna compete with Dylan Gabriel for one year? Or do you are you interested in doing the whole red shirt thing? Or do you just feel like you need a reset? And then it comes down to which of these staffs. Oklahoma or Ole Miss can, sell that vision. Can get you best ready for the NFL. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, I
2: mean to. Oklahoma has another they have another portal quarterback and they had uh Chubby, whatever his name is on campus the last couple of days, the high school kid. I mean, they've got quarterbacks everywhere. I mean Oklahoma look I swear to God, their room's gonna have like nine guys in it if they keep at this pace. Um and it's like whatever, but it's weird from the standpoint of most times quarterbacks don't do that. So it's a little interesting from that standpoint that they just keep piling up on top of one another, especially when they all have years left and they've all got red, you know, red shirts and covids and transfers. Like it's 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 a mess from an eligibility depth chart standpoint. Um, the The sale would be to dart to red shirt, wait behind Gabriel for a year, and
3: then play at Oklahoma. Yeah, um, or compete. Yeah, beat him out. I mean I'm told by people in Norman that it's Dylan, more interesting to me that Gabriel was okay with it. Yeah, I'm told by people in Norman that Dylan Gabriel was never promised anything. Opportunity, certainly. But I I don't think he's been promised the gig. Hell, man, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not convinced 100% that Caleb Williams is leaving Oklahoma. I'm not. I'm not 100% convinced. I'm 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 in the 90s. But there is a difference, and we'll talk about this in a minute, there is a difference between being 90% sure of something and 100% sure of something. And that you know that if Caleb Williams picked up the phone and called Venables and said, hey, I've decided to come back, they'd say, awesome. They wouldn't say, I don't know, Caleb, we've, we've had some time to think about it. No, no, they, they take him back. And the Oklahoma fans would go from whatever to ecstatic about Caleb Williams in this much time. So I'm not, I'm not convinced.
2: USC has been very, very, very careful because Oklahoma is, I mean, everybody tampers, but Oklahoma is aware of the pretty blatant tampering at the end of the Mm Lincoln-Riley tenure. And because of that, SC has gone on lockdown with trying to act like they're recruiting no one and doing nothing publicly. And that's caused a lot of this. Whereas, like you said, I'm still at a very high percentage because I just think that that it, it is what it is. But, um... It feels like more that's what's going on versus there actually being some of a problem with Caleb Williams to SC.
3: Well, he went, he went and took an official visit to UCLA yeah. after USC, which could have been – I mean, if I'm USC – SC could have literally told him to do that. I was going to say, if I'm USC and I feel like this is done, I'm telling him, hey, take a couple of visits. We need this we – need, we need to do everything we can to eliminate the appearance of tampering. Because I think Oklahoma was pretty pissy about it all. Um, I, I could tell. Yeah, I was so i was stopping to let let you. Yeah, let you do it.
2: It feels like we're doing this every morning. I kind of you know we did this time slot going. You know we'll do mornings kind of get it out of the way before anything happens. Now everything's happening between eight and nine thirty in the morning. But something happening be, right now? Maybe. Okay. I mean, nothing crazy. Nothing. Arch. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we hit the pause button right now. If that were the case, no, no, no. I can I can talk and do this at the same time. That is not. Uh, that is that is not that is not that. Yeah, everybody tampers.
3: That's the one thing that grinds in the thread. He says, Arkansas tampering too. Drew Sanders on campus two days after he enters the portal. Everybody's tampering. Yeah, Your staff is tampering.
2: The problem with LeRiley is that he was basically doing it while he was still wearing Oklahoma gear. I mean, he was still...
3: He was doing it in that final week Yeah, as, I mean, on the job. That's the deal. And they know it, and they're pissed off about it. What I'm working
2: on, if it is accurate, it's nothing you guys don't know. Just chill out; it's fine. I promise.
3: Uh, a transfer portal thingy. No,
2: um, th- don't
3: play a guessing game with me right now. I'll text you. In a minute. Stop. <laughs> Arch Manning signing. Yeah, we're not
2: playing twenty questions on the on the on the podcast. Arch
3: here. Manning's bypassing
2: his college career and going to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and it's also eight thirty. It's eight thirty for timestamps. If anybody wondering when we're having this conversation, that's not currently in the streaming currently. I got it right, didn't I? Arch is going to the Minnesota Vikings. That's incredible. He's bypassing college. Bypassing his senior year of high school and college. No, he's go he's sh- got to go Canadian League first because you can do that to get the number of years out of high school to then be eligible oh, for the draft. So he's going to Saskatchewan. So he's going to go to Saskatchewan, Son yes. Of that me. was
3: actually the, the city in my head. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan yes. Rough Riders get Arch Manning. You heard it here on the Oxford Exxon podcast, the Little potato. Where potato are the old Miss in the Canadian Football leagues? Ken Austin still up there? Is Eric you know, Tillman still up Ken there? Austin's Anybody at,
2: up there? Ken Austin's at Liberty. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. We saw Ken earlier yeah. this year.
3: You saw that offense? You didn't recognize it? That's
2: right. We have seen that offense. Yeah. He was better than the Daves. David Lee and Dave Rader. Yeah. Could you tell the difference in Dave Lee and Dave Rader if I line them up right now next to one another? I know? think so. Okay. I can you can so.
3: remember which one's which? Well, Dave Rader actually <laughs> liked me. Oh, did he? Remember that? Because he lived in Oklahoma, and he found out I was a Thunder fan, and so we we would chat. <laughs> I think he was told he didn't like me but I think after a while we were okay with one another really yeah
2: okay yeah see I don't remember him really at all who was he what year was that now I I am asking questions you're not gonna know the answer like 2010 okay fair enough (sighs) okay uh we got a few more things. We 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 this morning feels really scattershot and I don't even really know why. Um I mean we've done 2,000 of in I know, why, I know these.
3: why my morning is scattershot. I can't really talk about it here. My but...
2: morning is not really scattershot. I'm just there was like I got up this morning to kind of like do a little bit of prep and there just wasn't a ton of stuff. It was like okay, there's stuff going on, but nothing that's really a podcast topic and and this and that. So we're scrambling a little bit, but it's all good. We've uh, we've done it before. We can figure it out right now as uh, as
3: well. So you're right. Yeah, I got an honest answer to my question that I posed on Facebook. That's good, right? Yeah, honesty's good. The question was serious question. If you're testing your high school kid for COVID, why? And the first answer was so they can start a pray for me thread. And I, I I agree. Okay. I think that is. I think that is truly the answer. Fair enough. Screw the kids. Yeah. As long as you get some Facebook attention.
2: Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're going to look underwriting and understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or
3: J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We are also brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They are the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There's no cost to you as a candidate, and everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. And we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844.
2: Podcasts brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. Located right there on South Lamar in Oxford or on the square with Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs, they deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer medicine. Free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. So one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you'll have what you need there with Tyson Drugs and G&M. And uh, no, I, I I don't. I mean, I, I probably would need a little more sourcing to write this, but I am hearing Chris Kiffin has taken the job. So, oh. Um, Yeah, We'll operate off that premise unless it's wrong. So if you, if I'm right, give me credit. If not, I'm not telling you I'm so well, that's kind of how it works. That's
3: no, media that, today, though, right? Like, I you, mean, you know, but you won't get the credit. You don't get the credit unless you tweet it. That's a good point. Twitter is like sports, Illust- Sports Illustrated, sports writers, um, currency. Apparently,
2: that's the only way it actually works. Your only first report, if it's social media first report,
3: and then the people who don't like us but subscribe anyway will run over and say, "See, they, they reported it." Even if you said it two weeks earlier, because you didn't tweet it first, that's how that works. Yeah. I've learned that's the game.
2: No, apropos of nothing. No, 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 no issues there, right? Um.
3: Yeah. Like Avery says, Twitter pays us for clicks. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, she gets the jokes. I appreciate it. Still haven't gotten paid by Twitter yet. It's unbelievable.
2: Did look, uh, we're, we're all over the place. This clicked in my mind. Is did you see this on Twitter yesterday? This video of you know the Gatorades. You know how like no. when the Gatorades are in like the eight packs, and we're always yanking them out, or whatever. Uh-huh. There's a little bitty tab on the side that if you just pull it, the things pop right the hell out. Really? Each one has like a little bitty tab on the side, and you literally just, I mean, it takes no effort. You just hit the little thing, and they literally fall out of the package. No joke. I stared at it last night like I am i am an idiot. Like, I am a complete and utter effing moron. I had no idea. Yeah. I saw the, it was a TikTok video, and I saw it last night, and I went, son of a, I mean, just... Well, I mean, look, no, I mean, I mean, Chris is an NFL coach, so if Lane goes to the Vikings, he just goes with him. Whatever, it's fine.
3: Um, yeah. Uh, what? I, I, no, no. I, I'm, no. You mean light the fuse, or you, just no, you no, talk no, to no. some basketball? No, no, no. <laughs> so last night in the SEC. <laughs>
2: Here's the filler portion of the podcast where we discuss South Carolina. I mean,
3: people do the deal with the Vikings job, right? With us, they get mad. They're like, you guys keep talking about it. I'm not really talking about it. It's out there, the rumor's out there. I'm not the guy that was on Dan Lebatard talking about it. You know, I'm not. What's his name? Mike Rose? Is that his name? Who's was the cat on Dan Levitard? I don't remember his name. Whatever. Close enough. I mean, Dan Levitard has a lot bigger reach than we do. I wasn't the guy on Pro Football Focus talking about it. People are like, oh, you guys keep talking about it. I don't talk about it. I mean, but look, if Wayne Kiffin wanted to kill it, he could kill it. He could kill it. If he wanted to kill it, he could kill it. He could call up any one of those people in the national media that he is tight with and kill it right now. And I said this in my mailbag. I'll say it here. People can get as mad as they want to. That is either a story that has legs or it is a story that got planted by him or someone close to him intentionally. Nobody, nobody... Woke up on Monday morning and said, hey, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm just going to make up a rumor here. And, and, and that's not how it works. Even sports writers who I despise, and there are several of them, they don't operate like that. That's not how it works. So the Kiffin to the Vikings thing is one of two things. It's either accurate, it's got legs, or it got planted by him or his people. And I don't think it's his agent because that's not really how he operates in that sphere. He already has a new contract for God's sake.
2: Yeah, that, that does nothing for him right here. There's no, there's no leverage or negotiating necessary for Jimmy
3: Sexton at this point. I mean, no, literally no, nothing. Nothing. There's no reason to do it. And frankly, his agent has other things going on. I mean, dealing with that would that that's pointless. It makes literally makes no sense. The only two things that make sense as it pertains to a a rumor now that has kind of floated for eight days is he's either taking, he either thinks he's getting the job, he's either really a candidate, or, and this is more likely, for whatever reason, it just got floated by his people or him. There's no other rational explanation. And when people go, why, well, why do y'all talk about it? Because I'm not 100% sure it's not real. And if we don't talk about it, and then it does happen, we get killed. And justifiably so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Crazy. Yeah, so if we go, no, no, there's just no way. It's insane. There's no chance.
2: Well, I told Neil yesterday, we were talking about it, and... There's a difference when you start asking people that kind of would know. I mean, frankly, there's not a lot of sourcing on this because an owner's is just doing stuff by himself right now. They have no GM. I mean, I saw Adam Schefter reported a couple different GM options they were hiring or looking at this mm. morning from interview process. And you get a lot of, oh, no, 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 that's crazy. But that's, no, 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 it's impossible, or not potentially a thing. Those are two different no answers. Yes, No, 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 that's crazy. Well, okay, but that's not what I'm asking. You know what I mean? Like You get
3: get a lot of one and not a lot of the other. Well, it's like I was talking to Eric Perkins, who's an award-winning sportscaster in Minneapolis, but been up there for, I don't know, 30 years. Just recently retired. He's kind of just freelancing stuff a little bit now. But he said, you know, most NFL teams hire a, a search firm. To start it, they didn't. Yeah. Um, Ziggy Wilf is known as being a little out there, kind of not in a bad way, but kind of, you know, made a lot of money, kind of did it his way, has a lot of confidence in himself and decisions. They want to go younger. Had a conservative, boring team. Yeah. They want to go younger, they want to be a little more. exciting I think would be the word offensively they want to go offensive minded Zimmer was kind of defensive minded they they feel like they probably have left some points and wins on the table over the last few years now I asked Eric I said have you heard Kiffin's name he said I have not he listed names that he'd heard and I I wrote about this on rebelgrove.com if you're a subscriber you've you've read these names I don't have it in front of me the dude for the Star Tribune put 12 names out there yeah um, you know there's um, in the NFL, there's the Rooney Rule, which requires you to interview uh, minority candidates. And Eric thought that uh, the Vikings would go way past the, uh, the Rooney Rule rules. He thought there were a significant number of candidates. Eric Bieniemy, for example, uh, yeah, yeah. was one. Byron Leftwich was one. Caldwell. Uh, yeah, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, uh, Nathaniel Hackett think is his name there were a a number of names that were on that list he had not heard kiffin's name and i said as much it just yet you talk to other people and other people are like i'm telling you he's a real candidate and so you have to do this dance where you dance in the middle and kiffin knows this is out there he could kill it in an instant Kill it in an instant. He could text Ross Dellinger, Andy Staples, Chris Lowe, Dan Patrick, Rich Eisen. Kill it. guarantee you he has all of those five people's cell phone numbers in his phone. He could text them right now. Kill it. Hey, now nah, I'm good. Why hasn't he? I don't know. Doesn't seem to matter to him. And I do think he's a guy, we've talked about this before, and this isn't a criticism. I, I think he's a guy that likes his name being out there. I think he views any attention as good attention. That's a a viewpoint. and He's not the only person who feels that way about stuff like this. Yeah, it's sure. good for his brand. And I think anybody who has watched him over the last two years knows that he is pretty brand conscious. That's not a criticism. He is, absolutely has has a brand, and and he cultivates that brand. It's worked for him. And just the prospect of an NFL team coveting, coveting him or being interested in him or being intrigued by him adds to his brand. A brand that might help him recruit players to Ole Miss. So it's... It's not a negative necessarily, but it's out there. And so when people are like, why do y'all talk about it? Because it's out there. That's why it gets talked about. So when people ask, is there any, and believe me, they're asking us. I'm guessing, Chase, you've been asked a few times. Um, Dozens, yeah. So when people ask, there's nothing to that, right? I mean, your answer is, I don't think so. But I'm not positive of that. Because the only person that has to think it's not crazy, or no, nah, I man, that's wild. I get that one too. That's why this that doesn't make sense. The only person who it has to make sense to is Ziggy Wolf. If it makes sense to him, curious about something. I putting a poll up in the thing. I mean, if he wants to go hire a tenth grader from St. Paul's, he can St. Paul High School there in the Twin Cities. I mean, it, it, would everybody else in the world think it was insane? Of course. But if he thinks it's not insane, it's his money. It's his team. Things would have to actually
2: move pretty quickly here, but getting some people tell me they think even Kiffin could be in town to recruit this weekend. Chris, sorry.
3: Well, I mean, I wondered yesterday when a visit that was originally scheduled for Thursday got moved to Saturday. I wondered if it was because they were trying to get more of their pieces in place.
2: Again, we'll see. I mean, I have an inability to do a ton right now as we're on the show, but that's kind of what I'm what I'm hearing. Um, <clears throat> you know, even like it's the it's the biggest difference in podcast and radio. Like even on the radio, you have like your four and a half minute break mm-hmm. where you at least go, okay, hold on, give me a second to like whatever. Instead, we're on video nonstop, where it's like,
3: yeah, no, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah you, you're, you don't get a you don't get a work break.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just kind of doing everything all at one time. Yeah. I put a poll up in our chat live stream for our regular podcasters of who would you rather be Ole Miss's head coach one day, Durkin or Levy? So I'm gonna let that run through. I was just kinda curious. I assumed it would be fairly even,
3: um, and to this point it is. So And you misspelled DJ's name. So you tried oh, you, yeah. you intentionally tried to sabotage. It. I did misspell his name.
2: I was in a hurry, so you know multitasking, so it is what it is. I've heard nothing about McKinley Jackson. So that's either. something I have not heard. It. I've not heard that at all. I think I would have, but
3: I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure about that. Think you would have heard on McKinley? I mean, yeah, I would think if there's a ton of smoke there, I would have heard something. <sighs> I, I would think so. Look, I, I, I don't know who's coming this weekend. I'm not sure that as of Wednesday, they knew who was coming this weekend. You know, I, I, I'm not positive at this moment that Caleb Williams isn't coming at some point this weekend. I don't know that. I don't know that he is. I don't. I've not been told that he is. I can't tell you that he isn't. Um, I've had someone who in, in, insists that Garnett Hollis Jr. is coming, the Northwestern player, but he left the portal on the twentieth. I don't know that he's back in the portal. I guess he could get back in the portal, but I haven't been able to confirm that he's visiting. Um, I was just told the other day there were a bunch of guys that they were still working on. See if I can find the exact words.
2: Um, Tyler Knight got in the transfer portal yesterday. The only one uh, yesterday was out. Um, I'm assuming that uh, Southern Miss is probably a likely spot there. I've not heard that, but logistically that, uh, that makes sense to me.
3: The exact wording was working on a bunch of other ones. It's a bunch take th- that as you will. Is a bunch three? Is a bunch eight? I don't know. I take a bunch to be more than two. Because two would just be a pair. I'm going to go get a pair of bananas. How many is a few and how many is a, is a, a couple
2: and a several?
3: <laughs> well, a couple is two. A couple is, is two. Several is more than two. A
2: few though, is like three could be, or four. Could even be two. Severals no, a few's got to be more than two. So there's all these words are, are sort of they're s- grouped together to some synonymous. extent. But where does the cutoff between few and several? Because several's more than few, right? Because <laughs> um, few has like a limited connotation, like oh, just a few. Yeah, just a few, like three or four. But several means oh, well, there's several. It has a more larger but I, connotation. But if I tell you, but
3: there's several there's several guys coming, and then I tell you that there were four. Do you feel like I misled you? No, no, no. I feel like that's my point. I almost feel like few, it's stuck into a three. Like, any more than that, we probably could have gone to four or several or other things. Because if I tell you there's a couple of guys coming, you, you mean that's two. Uh, yeah. I but cool. if I if I tell you there's a few guys coming, and then I tell you later that it was just three, you don't feel misled? No, no, no. Any more than about four,
2: though, when I go... Okay, but okay, if I that's... tell
3: you that several guys are coming and then three come, do you feel like no, I misled I'm still you? Okay. I'm still okay. Yeah. So Those f- are fairly synonymous. So few and several are synonymous. With a, If I tell you... In a, some context. If I tell you a few guys are coming and then six guys come, do you feel like I misled you? A few guys are coming, Chase, and then when you... And then how many is it? Ultimately, it's over, and you say, how many guys came, and I say Six. Do you feel like I misled you?
2: (laughs) A little bit.
3: This feels like a Seinfeld.
2: A little bit. Several. Yeah. Six is several, not few. Okay. Yeah. Say few.
3: What about a bunch? Because this is the word. The word that was used was not few, not several, but a bunch. So a bunch means, what, seven or more? What does a bunch mean? Man, more they, than four for sure. And there were a bunch of guys at that game. They had a bunch of players on that team. What does that mean? Three? Four? Ten?
2: Yeah, a few is never
3: two. That is a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Grind says a bunch is ten oh, or God. more. Now that's a, so that's, what, a that's a big. So
2: what's eight? Several. <laughs> It's either a Seinfeld episode or it's like the who's on first. It's one or the other. I'm yeah. not really sure which one. <laughs> and, yes, it depends on what it is. There has to be a context to the item.
3: ATL Reb 86 says a bunch is five to nine. So he's saying that a few is three or four. Several must be very ambiguous. But a bunch is five to nine. Grind says a bunch is ten or more. Like, I, it, it, we don't know a number, G.
2: I can't give you an exact number.
3: I don't know the yeah, number.
2: We're just—it's just a bunch. It could be six. It could be All eight. Right. It so, could be fourteen. So
3: Chet's got one. Okay. A bunch of players have COVID. If he says that, what does that mean? If I tell you a bunch, see that of changes players, the context. If then, I tell you a bunch of players have COVID, do you think? Oh God, they've got seven. At least, at least five or more for sure. Now at, at the school. Th- Three kids testing positive is an outbreak. Outbreak. Well, yeah, that's the worst word. Big word. Outbreak. I don't know. So,
2: got a lot going on. Yeah, y'all can talk about it. Figure it out. We'll take a break while you're doing that amongst yourselves. Northeast Spark NESPRC, two packages, the Ignite 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service available, parental controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet around, nespark.com.
3: Again, 662-238-3159. We're also, pardon me, brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan is the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's grenadanissanusa.com. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. They've got uh, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. John Edwards of Regency Travel is uh, the guy to get in touch with if you're thinking about planning a trip that will create a lifetime of unique memories. Uh, just get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget. He'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at net. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. We'll be taping a mind on my money a little later today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. They're based in Madison, Mississippi, but they've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states, so you don't have to live in uh, Madison to do business with Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In uh, Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook And Instagram, they've got you covered with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central
0: Mississippi.
2: I guess also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. I've used them multiple times, give them a chance as well. On either side of the home buying and selling process here in Oxford and Lafayette County with people you can trust, Clay Dewey, so Keith Graham and their team of associates can help you out and still a very volatile housing market. It'll be spring before you know it, key house buying time. So, again, let Nickstan Tan help you out. 662-281-1200 or nickstanoxford.com. All right, now we got that out of the way. Uh, this is kind of what I thought, honestly. Um, really, really close, this poll. Um, Durkin at 55%, Levy at 45% right now. That's kind of what I thought. I, I had it somewhere in there. So, that doesn't surprise me. Thank you. Uh, you can bother me about baseball whenever, but it does not really appear to be the, the time to delve into that to any great uh extent. I answered a few questions on the message board about it this morning for those who wanted to talk about it. I, here's some of the problem with the baseball thing. Have team. they even started practicing yet? Uh, they do, like, the individual stuff. They've got a team starting soon. Okay. Um, Some of the problems – not really problems with it. A, they got everybody back, so you know about as much as I do because there's not a lot of – I mean – yeah, bigger, faster, stronger, better, all that kind of stuff. But there's not a ton of whatever from an offensive standpoint. And I put so little on the fall that it's made me, frankly, uninterested. Because every Jacob Gonzalez, who hits from day one, you've got a lot of kids that hit like crazy in the fall and then aren't very good in the spring, for just being frank. Mm-hmm. So um, I put very little stock on the fall. I need to see them in the spring. So I, I, I try to really limit the – God, that guy was fantastic in October.
3: Uh, it's, it's like it's, going it's, to, to fall camp in the, and judging on the first four days when they're not in full pads.
2: Yeah. Or spring training for the N- M- MLB level because it's yes. like, oh, well, that guy went four for four against whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you don't know if that dude was just throwing fastballs across the outside part of the plate because that's what he was working on today. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the fall, Doug Nikhazy was not typically going, God, I got to
3: get this something. Like, yeah, I'm grinding today. Yeah, no, nah, it's just it's, yeah. What's today, October the nineteenth? <laughs> yeah. All right here. Yeah,
2: I got two innings. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right, fine.
3: The juices aren't flowing. No, it's right. not. No. <laughs> it's not. What happens if he, What happens if this guy gets a hit? Nothing. What happens if I get him out? Nothing. Okay. I'm my spot in the rotation is good. Okay. Yeah. And so, literally, it's you know what I'm going to try to do today. I'm going to really yeah. work
2: the. We're going to throw John opening days. John, though, you know, Doug just wasn't very good in the fall. We didn't feel like he, he really had it. So we I mean, come on. Yes, hitter friendly in the fall for sure. Um, pitchers are limited. Yeah, yeah, because it's hitter friendly. On, they're on in the strict
3: fall. counts and stuff. It's like spring. It's, it's like spring training. And it gets Seriously. cold. It's like spring training in March when you send your ace out to the mound. Hey, you're going to throw 25 pitches we really would like for you to throw 22 fastballs. Or, today's the day, just fastball changeup. No curves, no sliders. Or, today's just fastballs. And the hitter figures that out, those fastballs coming, you look up, in the line on, you know, Clayton Kershaw's 1.1 innings, eight hits, five runs, all earned. Oh, God, uh, he didn't pitch. He was just, he was getting a workout in in front of fans it was a live scrimmage is what it was yes that is that is that is that's where it's at so. I don't even pay attention to spring with hitters until the end of the spring, and then you'll see guys like in spring spring training, Jock Peterson did this last year with the Cubs. I know he ended up having a great end of his year and helped the Braves win a World Series, but he had a phenomenal spring. And then he got into the cold weather, and he his back got cold too, and then he kind of got hurt, warmed up later when he got traded to the Braves and and, and hit, hit with them. But you just, I don't know, you can't judge baseball like that. It's cold if it's under like
2: 65. I mean, it, it gets cold in the fall. I'm freezing half the time. Neil likes it. He's he gets he gets all happy when the temperature starts dropping. I like I like seasons, but I'm a psychopath. Give me ninety over forty every day. Well, I mean, I didn't say that. I'm just saying in general. If I have one day, and they go, "Hey, it used to be ninety today or forty. What do you want to pick?" It depends 90. on what month it is. You, you don't know. It's just one day.
3: But it, I would, you wake I would, up. I would require more you woke up after
2: a coma, and they said you get to choose your day, ninety or forty. You would choose forty. Would, I, would, I would no, probably
3: not. I would probably pick 90, but if you told me that it's February and I can either be 90 or 40, I'm going to give me 40. Because you want of, like
2: seasons. Because you're like conditioned
3: seasons. for it to be. And if in July you tell me it can be 90 or 40, I'm going to give me 90. Because I'll go hang out by the pool and stuff like that. But if you tell me it's January the 13th and it's 90 degrees, I'm going to tell you, man, this is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, as Avery said, I'm cold now. Wish it was 75 outside. Yes. It's cold right now outside. Get through it. I'm not complaining. It's gonna be 61 and sunny here today. Is it that high? Yes. It's gonna be
3: fine. That's okay. Got some snow coming this weekend, Sunday perhaps. Well, the
2: question wasn't what would we take to do with 65. It was we take 90 over 40. Thank you. Yes, see, I agree. is better than 40.
3: Kevin says he works at a D3 school in Minnesota. The team hits BP in a gym until March. I've got a cousin who just signed to play baseball at some school in Minnesota. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I've told the story a thousand times. I don't know if I've ever been colder than inside the Metro Dome that March in 07 for that baseball baseball tournament up there because there were two feet of snow on the ground. We landed in a blizzard. Didn't think they were going to land. They were about to reroute the plane to Milwaukee and they there wasn't enough people, however, in the Dome for the city to turn the heaters on. So they have three baseball tournaments going on inside the Dome at the same time 24 hours a day, like a D1, a D2, and a D3. Kids sleeping all over the thing. It's kind of weird, and it's cavernous. I mean, there's, I don't know, there's 500 Ole Miss fans. There were 500 Arkansas fans and 200 Minnesota fans probably and just kind of hanging out in the place. But it was so Cold, because it's almost, I mean, it's a metal building, and it just held the cold in at that point. It was radiating the freezing. I mean, you're in blankets and scarves and everything, but I mean, you're dying inside during that thing. All I it remember about the
3: Metrodome was when you walked in the door, it was like that suction. Remember
2: that? Oh, yeah, it was the... F- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: We got in trouble at the Metrodome. Y'all were playing baseball. I was covering,
2: but could you really help yourself? I mean, I couldn't it, help myself.
3: So we were—I we were, know people have heard this story before, but it's, it's remains, it remains—it remains one of my fun journalism career stories. I was covering Auburn, and Auburn was in the NCAA tournament in Minneapolis for the first and second round. And um, the day before the first round game against Creighton, we're doing all of our media stuff, and um, they had the. Media setup. up, we were basically in right field of the Metrodome. And this, remember the big baggie oh, yeah, and stuff? Yeah, sure. That's that's there. Yeah. And so <laughs> we wad up some paper balls and put some tape around it and make a makeshift baseball. And we go out, it was me and Troy Johnson and Jay Tate and some of them. We go out into right field and we start. Someone would throw the ball and then you'd go bang up against the baggie trying to catch it like kirby Puckett or whoever at the time real athletic but
2: and we had a lot
3: of fun (laughs) it was we had a lot of fun you'd get to the warning track and then you'd find the wall on the wall and you'd jump into it and try to catch the paper ball and of course we began to get louder and louder and louder because sometimes someone would make the amazing play and it was a lot of fun and we basically were told that we had to control ourselves or we would be Stripped of our credentials.
2: Okay, was it simply NCAA staff or were other media members being buzzkills?
3: It was other media members being buzzkill and going to tell on the to tell on us to the NCAA. Oh, good God! Yes, which made you want to do it even more. Because when Auburn Auburn almost lost to Creighton, all of the um, all of the media people were upset. They were hoping Auburn would lose so that we would all leave. So in the day that. In between day, we really went obnoxious. In fact, my best Metrodome catch was in the in between day between the day that Auburn played Creighton and the day that Auburn played Iowa State. I know every. I mean, why wouldn't you want. Why? You should. You, they should have gotten up and said, because we would have let them play. We would have said, You want to turn? Here, we're going to throw the ball. Go catch it. But no, they. Focusing on their work.
2: I know every profession has it, but the curmudgeon sports writer might be one of the more irritating human beings on the planet. The no fun guy who is there to do real serious journalism about Auburn and Syracuse. Yes. Like, I mean, you you, you want to punch them really hard. Yes. I mean, you want to throw things at them. It's like, come on, man. No one's reading that notebook. You just because write. there's a middle ground here. Because there are times also, though, where people are very loud in a post game press conference. We are like, can you shut the hell? up, Yeah, of please? course.
3: Yeah. But that's different than we're just kind of hanging. Or by. at Ole Miss with basketball, we'll do the press conference in the in in the media room, and the little ice maker and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. the workers will come in while we're trying to hear, <laughs> and they're clearing out. The, they got to get all the ice out or whatever. The baseball version of that is vacuuming. Yeah, like,
2: can that not wait five minutes? I mean, I will be doing like one of the videos, and you hear it's like, (laughs) you you see me. Like, just two seconds. I'm right here. I'm talking into my computer screen. It's like, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, So, what you want to do in their vacuuming is you just want to walk over and unplug it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did that inconvenience you? I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh God!
2: (laughs) if you haven't done it it's really funny you should take the time to watch the uh barstool video where they do the investigating on whether that was jim McElwain on the shark back in the day oh Um, that was great they went to central michigan and uh tried to un tried to solve the mystery it was really really good so I, i know some people don't like barstool stuff but it was it was fantastic it
3: was funny this morning Yes, we're getting a, a mild correction. Uh, Auburn and Syracuse was a different tournament. Oh, uh, uh, okay. This was the 2000 NCAA tournament, I guess, 2001 maybe. Okay. Auburn beat Creighton and lost to Iowa State in the second round. Marcus Pfizer was the big star for Iowa State. It was the year that Chris Porter got suspended <clears throat> and couldn't play in the tournament. It was the year after Auburn went to the Sweet 16. Chris Porter, a
2: very likable, personable guy, awesome, right? Super dude. He it was he was irritable. Was that the end? Worse after that?
3: No, it's okay. The end. The end with came when people started writing stories that cost him his eligibility.
2: That is a good point. I'm not sure there is a better GIF on the internet than David Murray and Steve Robertson having the door opened on them <laughs> doing their post game. It's good, but that is completely their fault. Yeah, there is a door.
3: Yeah, I mean,
2: and the look on their faces of just sheer disgust <laughs> at the Alabama guy because you know the score was like 45 to nothing too. I mean, yeah. they played Bama. they would gotten rolled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Robertson looks over like it's like <laughs> hey,
3: what do what, you expect door. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want anybody to come in the door. But you had to lock it.
2: I didn't see a post game after the Egg Bowl. Did they not do one? I didn't see one. I didn't look. It was, I guess it was 15 when they had like the mini rant in their post game because David Murray wasn't going to go to a Sugar Bowl before his career was over. He was very upset about <laughs> it because the winner of the game went to the Sugar Bowl. And
3: that was Dak's last game,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, he was almost like yelling. It was. And old Miss is going to go to the Sugar Bowl. We're never—I'm <laughs> going
3: to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! <sighs> Sorry, that was a weird press box that night. In
2: fifteen, yeah, it's one of the few times that I all mean, right, it wasn't us, or really, frankly, it wasn't really any old Miss people. It's one of the few times where the fierceness of the crowd had come over into the press box. Everybody was on edge, and it was kind of weird, and and it was in Starkville. It was kind of. Because in fourteen and fifteen, you both walked into the stadium and went, "Oh hell, this is different. Like oh, this sure. feels."
3: Sure. I do remember that Auburn put in a team manager near the end of the game. Auburn had like a—I don't remember the exact lead, but they had a big lead over Creighton, and Cliff Ellis kind of lit the victory cigar.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And Too early. It, oh, they got real close. They ended up winning by two or three points, but it was that would have been problematic. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, fourteen. I was in a bad mood the whole game because I Neil probably does not remember this, and I don't know why I was I I was being a jerk. I don't even know why I was pissy about this, but I had a security guard that was annoyed by the side of the gate I came into Vault Hemingway on because back then you had to walk in the right side and go like through the elevator. And like the other side was for the club people and you couldn't like, it's literally two feet to oh, the right with another little gate. And there was like a crowd blocked up or whatever. And I just walked over to the side. There was nobody there. And the security guard like body checks me and like steps in front and he was like, no, no, no media over here. And I'm like, for, and I, for some reason at that moment, I just kind of had a little bit of a thing. And I'm like, are you ser- serious? Like, and I'm almost kind of like screaming. I me. Mean, Rick Cleveland's like grabbing me, going, "Chase, come
3: over here, like whatever." And but I'm you like, were, ha- but-, but you were having because it, it, from a pragmatic common sense standpoint, what there was no one there. We're walking to the same elevator. It's just this side instead like of this. Three side. hours before a game or whatever. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's that one, and
2: then it's when they changed the bag rule at Swayze. I had a security guard literally walk up to me and swing me around by grabbing my backpack oh, no, from behind no, no. me. I was like, "What in the no, 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 no. no backpacks!" It's like. I can have a backpack. I have this little thing. It's okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Do you want to ask Mike? Do you want to ask Ross? Who would
3: you like to ask? I promise it's okay. Now my my end game on that is don't you're not touching me because I don't touch you. Yeah. He literally grabbed the side of the no, bag no, no, and no. pulled. Wait, oh, thank God that happened to you and anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That would not have ended well. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, that's like a that's like a, a line with me. We can have the conversation, and you can be an idiot, but don't don't grab something. Yeah, we'll because just... they got really
2: obsessive about it. Like they weren't letting diaper bags in of any size. That like people weren't able to feed their kids for a couple of weeks there. Like it got really weird for a couple of weeks. Oh, those are and people they... that,
3: that there are rules. Yeah, there are rules. We follow the rules. That's why you're a security guard.
2: They'll still get annoyed a little bit by me taking food in occasionally, but typically you just – That was like – The one that was
3: the craziest for me was Tiger Stadium. LSU. And I think it was 15. LSU beat Ole Miss and they charged the field and all that stuff. Remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And that was a late game, if I remember. And so – we were getting to where Ole Miss, did, where the road team does their their media, which is down underneath the stadium, down in that corner of Tiger Stadium, if you've ever been there. And that Louisiana State Highway Patrolman was we didn't we didn't know exactly because they'd moved it from where it used to be, kind of across the corridor, and we were trying to get over there. And he got he was visibly worked up, and he was like, "He, I thought he was going to hit really us for a minute, yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Hey." Officer, we're going I'm doing exactly what you're asking me to do. Were you over there when
2: Chuck got swung up by the Arkansas guy that night?
3: Were you in that area? I was on the field but I, I didn't see it. I heard about it shortly thereafter. Yeah.
2: I guess brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, JohnstonHillCreamery.com. That's on a White Oak Lane Sweet Bee right there off Molly Bar in Oxford, 662 419 9201. They've got King Cakes. It is a King Cake season. You can order all the way up to March 1st. That's Fat Tuesday. So uh, go by, give them a look, give them a call. It's on their Instagram page as well. It's Instagram, Johnston Hill Creamery. Sorry, is where you'll find that and plenty of their other items as well. So they make all their cheeses in house. Talk to them about maybe a, a a cheese party as well, as many as 12 people for uh, for that. So, plenty of different options, plenty of different products, great
3: local cheese there. Johnson Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or that surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. Brought to you by Lambin's Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lambin's at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for like three quarters of a dec- of a uh, century, not decade, century. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Laman's is the gold standard in fine jewelry. You can visit them at com, or call them at 662-234. 2777. And we are brought to you by ACS Automation and Control Systems LLC. Clay McNutt and uh, the people are based in Baldwin, Mississippi. They have a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. They have a full time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions, or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen-Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. It's acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The Overtime Patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. So go to GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code Grove 20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by Dead Soxie. Go to deadsoxy.com, enter the promo code Grove, get 25% off the best socks you will ever put on your feet. DeadSoxie.com. And we're brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. I was introduced to Brothrow back in the fall. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice over time. That saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com.
2: Uh, let's see. What do we have? I can't believe we got this far into this, frankly. Um, I think it was one of the weirder, lighter days trying to prepare for in a while. I don't even know why. I think your head was a little out there. I'm worried about everything as the day goes on in different directions. Like I think we just kind of had one of those,
3: kind of one of those spells. Well, we got one of those emails this morning. Let's piss you off? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on.
2: Yes, a cheese party. You can uh, you can learn how to make charcuterie trays, cheese trays. I think they even give you a cheese knife or a platter when you leave too. I Minus mean, twelve people. I think they have champagne, alcohol. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a party. Yeah, I
3: think so. That, that actually, you can make a. You can take like meats, salami or whatever, and you can put them in a wine glass, and and turn it into like a, where it looks like a rose. Can you? Yep. You good at that? I've done it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Look at you, festive. <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, oddly, you're not bad at like putting the display on no. the like the little plates and stuff. We've I've, we've had parties. I've, we've done a pretty good job at that. I'm I'm
3: kind of creative when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I watch a lot of Food Network, man. <laughs> the guy swung at Chuck first. I will get an ass in the stream. Oh, yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, I and mean, I'll be very quick here. But we have nothing else <laughs> to talk about. It's 2008 Arkansas. I Neil will attest here, it's maybe the most hostile environment I've ever seen for an opposing team. Yes. It was bad. It was bad. They were throwing urine <laughs> on the sidelines. Yeah. It was bad. I remember like, – We contemplated going to the Arkansas sideline to stand because things were coming and at the Ole Miss in, sideline. In
3: hindsight, should have just gone over there.
2: And they – Ole Miss had a 20-6 to 6 lead, 20-3 to 3 lead, something like that late – and they yeah. just kept throwing Hail Marys and catching them. And Arkansas was coming back and catching them coming
3: back and coming yeah. back and coming back. Arkansas almost came back and won the game. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, and Ole Miss pulls it off. And leaving the field, Chuck had walked I – mean he's, he's, not, he's not upset I'm saying this. He would like, walked out on the field to shake hands of Ole Miss players that they were coming by. And the Arkansas video guy took offense to it and came over and – some yelling turned into maybe a shove or something, but suddenly the dude is, like, throwing punches, knocks Chuck's hat off, like, it's going haywire. Mm. And to Michael Orr's credit, David Brandt and I are the only ones standing right beside it that's happening, and the cops come over to grab Chuck and arrest him, and Michael Orr looks at him and goes, no, it was that dude. And the cops go, oh, okay, and walk over and arrest the other dude.
3: Yeah. The Arkansas dude. I remember that. And
2: pulled him out, and I'm (laughs) like, holy hell, like,
3: that place was nuts, man. Oh, dude, it was, it was.
2: Uh, oh God, it it might have been the worst. I mean, just the straight hatred that, frankly, Ole Miss fans had an aha moment too a couple of years later. In some ways, and I, in some ways, I don't understand why Arkansas was so pissed off at the man. In some ways,
3: it's a level that I don't quite get. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I was keeping up with it enough during the
2: he won a good many games I mean I get he did some dumb stuff there at the end I'm not really whatever but you fired him he didn't leave yeah no he was fired
3: I don't know and I don't remember him talking a lot about it other than him being obsessed with it that whole staff was obsessed with that game for weeks and weeks and weeks ahead We were asked in the thread if any of us know how many available scholarships there are. I don't. I, Ooh. I'd have to sit down and really study that roster right now. I'd I, I almost have to do a reset.
2: Oh, off the 85?
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, I I'm not sure they could tell you.
2: No, because, I mean, it's portal left and right. And also, we don't know what guys they've eliminated the scholarships for that have gotten into the portal. There's a possibility they've left those scholarships on the table as of today because once they got rid of seven, none of the rest mattered. They can only sign 32 total. Right. So anything beyond that, you might even hold out and wait and whatever. Um yeah, Nutt went to Atlanta twice with Arkansas and he tied
3: one more time. He went once because Alabama was ineligible. Isn't that right? I, no, no. Alabama had a okay. NCAA thing. I don't know. Yeah, I know he
2: he gets credit for two Atlanta appearances and three total titles. But no, no no clue beyond uh, beyond that. So Anyway, uh, all right. guess I need to work on this Chris Kiffin thing. Cause nobody is jumping in the boat and I'm beginning to be a little nervous, but anyway, it's all right. Uh, hear what we're hearing. So
3: did you tweet? No. Oh no. Then it won't count. I put on the message board. As long as you don't tweet it, it doesn't count. <laughs> 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 okay. I've been told that. <laughs> did, well, I, I do. Love, it? Like, no. uh, I work for a subscriber site behind a paywall. I mean, I, provide information for subscribers but you didn't tweet it but i put it on my site but you didn't tweet it so if i didn't tweet it it doesn't count exactly that's the rule they didn't make the rule <laughs> that's the rule okay
2: yeah Whew. okay appreciate everybody back tonight seven o'clock for uh for that one um hand raised guys. God, you guys better bring topics. We'll, uh, unless some things fall all over the place. So we will uh, talk about that then hope all of you have a wonderful day and we will talk to you again very, very soon.
1: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.